Football debates, hot takes, and analysis our way. With compas and a carne asada, this is Football Asada. Welcome home. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Football Asada. I'm joined by Diego, Christian, and German. I'm here right after the loss. Two, uh, wait, not the loss. We got kicked out of the World Cup. We beat Saudi Arabia 2-1. It counts as a loss, though. Let's be real. It counts it's, it's as a loss, loss man. It's a loss. We're, we're it's out. Loss. We're out. We're, we're going back to Mexico City. Some of them are going to go to Cancun. And, and we, we're all stuck here. It's a heartbreak. Tata's no. going back to Argentina. He's done. It's done. Boca Juniors. That fool's not even yeah. going to go back to Mexico, bro. He's probably, he's probably going to go just fucking pay his taxes and dip. Literally. That, literally, that's what we thought. He was never in taxes and dip. He never lived there. <laughs> All right, so how y'all feeling, man? Start it off. Honestly, bro, like starting the game off. Honestly, yeah, the first start with half. The game first. Start with the game first. What, what, first what, first half, game. I would say, I, I would say first half, it wasn't that bad. We could have fucking scored, but... Honestly, I think we did pretty good. We just didn't score like at all. I think we dominated first half easy, bro. It was literally, I think we completely dominated first half. I think we had one clear chance in the first three minutes with Andrew Martin. Had an easy chip shot, but completely fucking scuffed Vega. it. Alexis completely Vega. scuffed it. Literally. Yeah, that was Vega. Alexis Vega, bro, Alexis Vega was so bad. He got subbed down in 45 minutes. He did not do anything. For Antuna, too. Henry Martin, Henry Martin scored, but he could have done way more. Yeah. If I'm being honest, the first half was shit. I don't think we did good because we needed to score. We dominated, like, against Poland, but we couldn't score, so it was shit. Second half, we could have easily won this game 5-0. Same with Argentina. We could have easily won 5-0, put it away around the 70th minute. Luis Chavez scored a banger. I'm not gonna lie, the second half. Banger, man, bro. I was crying. I was I was so hyped. I was like, we have it. We had 30 minutes to score a third and goal. We did. And we, we did. We did, but we two offside. Antuna was outside. Antuna, Antuna was outside. Raul Jimenez came came on then. Also, Chucky Chucky scored one too, like right after. Literally like, right after Chucky scored one. If you guys one. have seen the games live, like like the other game live, bro, Argentina, it was like the most frustrating fucking shit in the world. Like we just tied it, bro. Like, I honestly thought at halftime, all hope is lost. This team sucks. We're not going to score three. And especially when Argentina scored in the first minute, I'm like, all right, Mexico needs four now. That's not fucking happening. It's over. We fucking score right away with Henry Martin. We score right away with Luis Travis. Dude, that Luis Travis goal got me so fucking hyped. I'm like, bro, we're within nah, bro. one. Bro, we're within that... one. From that moment, I don't know what the fuck happened. Henry Martin can't finish a wide open one on one. He fucking skies it. I don't know why he's kicking it with like a hundred fucking power over the bar. Antuna can't can't make a fucking tap in. Henry Martin is offside by fucking six inches, and then Antuna's outside by like five yards in the second half. Raúl Jiménez comes is- in, does fuck all. I don't know why the fuck he even came in. Like, if you're gonna come in, it shouldn't have been for Martin. Bridge some ball for a center back, and we just fucking just bomb the balls forward. And then why are we taking off Orbelín Pineda, who was pretty much dangerous the whole game? For Charlie fucking Rodriguez, bro. Charlie Rodriguez, Mr. 38 games, zero goals in his entire fucking Mexico career, and we need a goal, and that's who the fuck we bring in. Makes zero sense. And, yep. yeah, bro, and then Chucky Lozano missing some uh, open chances, too. Like, bro, it was the most frustrating shit ever. But I'm like, bro, we did like, it to ourselves. We fucking did it to ourselves. I mean, and then the other game, Argentina, Julian Alvarez, you're a fucking bitch. German said it earlier. Um, you missed a wide-open one. Martinez, Martinez. Martinez. Lautaro Martinez, how are you a starter at Inter Milan? 
you fucking just missed a wide open one on one. Messi, I was actually laughing when he missed the penalty. Now it came back to bite us. So not only were you, yeah, I did. I, I, I honestly was, I was hyped because I was like, yeah. oh, Poland is in the game. They could, they yeah, could make exactly, a win. Exactly. Fuck, dude. Well, they, when fucking, I fucking saw you fucking Messi missed that, totally I was so hyped. Stands on the fucking Mexican jersey, kicks it, doesn't give a shit about it. <laughs> and then now he fucking misses a penalty to eliminate <laughs> So fuck him. Look, Ronaldo all day, it, CR7 over Messi any day of the week now. It's it's something that that honestly like none of you guys can tell me you didn't see coming. I mean, you I, I said it since the first game against Poland. If Chucky Lozano and Alexis Vega aren't working, you turn to your bench and who do you see? Roberto Alvarado and Uriel Antuna. That's it. And and then your three strikers, Henry Martin, isn't doing anything in the first half. Who do you turn around and have? Rogelio Funes Mori and and um, Raúl Jiménez who. Since his injury at Wolves, has only scored two penalties for Mexico. Like, what? What do you ex- like? What did we expect from this? Bro, he team? hasn't scored an Oakland pay goal since 2020. And you know what? I, now that seeing this two result, years. I am I am glad Diego Linus and Santiago Jimenez did not have to travel with this team and witness Bro, the embarrassment. They, they, they don't deserve that. So Honestly, like, I think if we would have called him up, I feel like with at least a Santiago Jimenez, I feel like we would have scored against Poland if as a sub, bro. Like, I, I feel like we would have clutched yeah. up somehow. Santiago Jimenez, what he brings to the table as a sub. Bro, like, if it's, exactly. if, like, Hatata, he, he actually explained it himself. Like, why? why he, said, he basically said, why am I going to call up a person that has barely no playing time but a lot of goals? Like, that literally is so stupid when he said that. I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you on? When, like, if you call someone that barely has minutes, that's scoring fucking goals, wouldn't you want to fucking call that player? Like, that, like especially if, 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 he, if Santiago Jimenez is the one bringing that, that super sub mentality. Oh, I'm a super sub. I'm a fucking beast style when they fucking put me in. I need a break in Feyenoord. Let me just do the same thing with fucking Mexico. That's literally what he's fucking going to do. He's going to go in. Literally, he's built like fucking Haaland when he runs, bro. Literally, Santiago Jimenez was our missing fucking piece, bro. He 100%. was. He was. Like like Javi said, we were looking towards the bench. If Chucky and Vega didn't play good, Vega didn't do good. We saw about Antuna, he didn't do shit. We looked towards Piojo, he didn't do anything against Argentina. But that brings it back to the beginning. The squad selection. Not calling up, calling up Santi and Linus. They would have came off the bench and probably done something. We have Piojo, who can't even do shit in Liga MX. Antuna has less goals and assists than Linus does. And Linus has played like 100 and something minutes in Portugal. And he still has more goals and assists than Antuna, who plays in Liga MX. Think about that. And you bring, bro, you bring on Antuna. He does nothing. All he does is run. He's offside by like fucking 50 yards. <laughs> he misses an easy tap. And like Chris said, you bring on Raul Jimenez, who's crippled. Has played every game like at 50%. That could have easily been Santi scoring three goals against Lazio. Keeping his team, sending his team to the round of 16 automatically in the Europa League. The top goal scorer at the age of 21. This this brings back back bad memories from 2010 when we benched benched Chicha for Guilla Franco. The whole tournament until Argentina lost. It... Brings the whole I mean, back, bro. Bad memories. Just, just putting it in I'm retrospect, pissed. like, uh, look at England, right? We're, we're, we're no England. Mexico is nowhere clear, close to England. They, they might suck because of Gareth uh, Southgate, but we're nowhere clear. Like, our, our our level of play is nowhere clear. Neither is our, our youth, right? I'm not saying that at all. But look at England, man. Like, who's been scoring for them? Phil Foden, Rashford. Like, they're all young players with a volley. Like, can anyone tell me? 
at any moment, like when Johan Vasquez or a player no, like Johan Vasquez, it's not, like, even, it's not even just England. Look at any team around the world. Look, look at Spain's two midfielders. Look at Spain, Balde, bro. 18-year-old and 19-year-old. Bro, bro, Balde from Spain hasn't even been fucking... I don't think he's... I think this is his first, his first time ever being called up by a national yeah. team, which is Spain. Yeah, he's fucking And he's getting games. called up in a World Cup. He has zero caps with a national team. And Balde went to the fucking World Cup and debuted a World Cup game. Do... Like, Name the players have debuted with their national team in a World Cup. I, barely, oh, and, I there's and, barely any. I don't think there even was one. Balde played against Germany. Like yes, imagine, Balde like, went you in. You can't even he trust Johan Vasquez to play against Saudi Arabia. But like Spain's over here balling out with someone like you said, Diego, that just came into the national team. Yes, and he's playing against Germany, not like whatever team he's playing against Germany. We mm-hmm. can't trust the player to come in and play against Saudi Arabia. This is why when Tata said himself, when oh, like this player doesn't have enough games in the system. Bro, who gives a fuck? If the fucking player is shit in your team, take that fucker out. Like, literally, bro. Literally. Like, it doesn't matter. Take the people that are informed, but it's just so stupid. This Tata system, I'm so glad this guy is out of our system, to be honest. Bro, you know know what makes it a little bit worse, too? You know what makes it just a little bit worse? What? We were going to play France, right? So I'm like, you know what? Who gives a fuck? We're going to get fucking smashed 9-0. They fucking lost to Tunisia this morning. Like, that should just shows we're beatable, bro. Like, if they could lose to Tunisia, fucking they could have lost to us. Like, if we would have played like the, like how we did in the second half and we would have somehow won, I'm like, you never know. Like, if the crowd's going to be in know. our favor, we could have fucking beat Tunisia. I mean, we could have done exactly like Tunisia and beat France. But now, all that shit's out the window. We're out. And, and like I said... And, and it, honestly, it, Poland just has just been playing like shit. So, yeah, honestly, I mean, they're going to get fucked. Yeah, Poland is trash and... and yeah, they're going to get destroyed. But the thing is, this just proves Tata Martino's the worst manager of all time, bro, like for Mexico. Like, every bold decision you make, if it doesn't pay off, you're going to look bad, right? If you make a bold decision, like, oh, you know what, let me not call up blindness, but then fucking Piojo Alvarado had the tournament of his life, I wouldn't say shit. I'd be like, you know what, then this guy was fucking right. I guess he knew something I didn't know. Yeah. But every bold decision he made, his entire tenure, never fucking paid off. Never once. None of his, none of his bold, like, call-ups, none of his bold decisions, nothing ever paid off, bro. Hey, think but, about this. Can, can, what can what we, is the most important game Tata Martino won in this entire four years? Think about it. Zero. We didn't beat the U.S. or Canada at all. Go, gold we Cup 2019. At home. We didn't win the Gold Cup. We didn't win the Nations League. We fucking, like, what important win have we had? The lo- most important win we, we've literally had, hey, we got uh, what? In the World Cup, out on the group stage, beating Saudi Arabia, who gives a fuck? They're nobody's. The most important win he had was a 2019 Gold Cup final. 2019, against, bro. Against a fresh, against a, against a fresh USA who was like in the midst of still like their rebuilding era. Like, like how the McKinney fuck does that last so long? It makes no sense. Like, I'm so happy. Like that, that's actually like we can actually look forward now. If we're done talking about the game. I'm actually so fucking happy he's gone. He's the worst coach of all time. Like, can we? I can literally like. I bet you the very next coach. Is not gonna call up like fifteen of these players because they didn't deserve it anyways, and it just makes you look like damn, like that wasn't even close to Mexico's team. That's why, like, for me, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. This is like the least sad I've ever been, I've ever been watching Mexico get eliminated in the World Cup because I knew we weren't even close to our best team, like not even close. Like no matter what Mexico did, I would always have in the back of my mind, no matter what. Well, Mexico could have done more because we we didn't have Lainez, we didn't have Santi. We didn't have a uh, Botecatito was injured, but like we didn't have him at full strength. 
Um, we weren't. We didn't play with Johan Vasquez. We didn't give Arteaga a single minute. Like you need to attack, and your best attacking fullback is not on the not on the pitch. Makes zero sense. Like we have like no creativity. Like we like all our best creative players and best players in Liga Max aren't getting called up. Like Eric Sanchez, why is he not like in the team? We're starting Hector Herrera still. We're starting. We're starting Andres Guardado over fucking Edson Alvarez against Argentina. Like whatever we were gonna do. No matter what, it wasn't what we could have done. Like, it wasn't our full potential anyways. So Mexico would have made the round of 16. Maybe with all the other fucking players that we, we didn't include, we would have made the quarters. If we made the fucking, you know, like, it, it just always felt sour from the very beginning. And I'm just fucking glad it's over, like, honestly. But can we talk about Luis Chavez, bro? This guy, I think, has probably one of the least amount of minutes with Tata. And Tata actually made the right decision to start him. And he's probably been our best player. This he was our best player this whole this whole tournament. This guy is a fucking machine. I don't even, I don't even think he played one qualifying yeah. game. He called. He got called up for the World Cup. He started performing good with Pachuca. Won the Liga MX title at the age of twenty six. Has been linked to Porto. Bayer Leverkusen. Leverkusen. We're tweeting about him. Bayer Leverkusen. We're tweeting about him. He scored a banger free kick. Probably the best goal at this year's World Cup. Sorry, Richarlison. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. be honest. That was a banger free best, kick. Best, he almost best, scored a second the best one. one. I, I actually don't think there's a better goal than Chavez, bro. That It, it was, was a free kick. Top fucking bins. The keeper was... I, mean, was I, I don't know how close fuck, he was, dude. but like... It wasn't even like a it was, He fucking Dude, it was a shit. banger. It was a fucking shot. Like, it was a shot. It wasn't... Yeah, how you said. It wasn't a floater. It was straight boom. A fucking... Bro, straight to the can, top. Can we talk about how... The, the, after those free kicks... Uh, sorry to go back to the game, but like... Why, why was Chucky Lozano, like, getting on the free kick yeah, no, after like, he, he knew he was that? trying to piss me off with that shit, too. Like, bro, like, get the fuck like, out of the way. Like, we just had so much Yeah, like, Luis, Luis Chavez is definitely... Ego a... get in the way, trying to kick it. Like, get the fuck out of there, bro. That was another thing that shit was, was pissing me off during the game, too. But... Yeah, yeah I, that, that really Chucky did flopped. piss me off, too. Because, honestly, bro, Chucky, I don't think he's a free kick specialist at no, all. Not, not at, at all. all. I honestly... He's not technical at all. No. He's not technical. I don't even know why he tried stepping up to take Chavez that free would kick. Have, I, and not to mention, he's a, the biggest disappointment for me at this year's World Cup. He didn't even score. He didn't do shit. He would have scored, but fuck All him. he did today was trying to do everything by himself, yeah. bro. He did. He tried doing everything by himself. Tried doing the free kick. You don't take free kicks, bro. You're not technical. You tried doing everything by yourself, and it backfired. You did nothing, so, bro. He did that the whole qualifying round too with Tecatito and Raul. Every single one of them tried doing everything by himself. Now, by himself, he still did the same thing, bro. Yeah. The only good play was playing Antuna, I think, which he yeah, missed. Probably, honestly, yeah. Antuna was a... It wasn't like the best, but I feel like he did way better than Vega did the, the first half, obviously. I mean, even Antuna scored, but it was offside. Antuna, what really bugs me about Antuna, this guy's always caught lacking in offside when he's fast as shit. Why are you offside when you can just speed? You're you're fucking fast, bro. You're fast. You're literally Speedy Gonzalez reincarnated, bro. You're fucking right there and offside every single time, bro. What I don't understand about Antuna is when he gets to the edge of the box, like how many feints he has to do before he actually sends a ball. Dude, he, he, he does, he he does one, one extra thing all every single time. And you got to cross the, it. The worst Everyone's ever. expecting Antuna to cross. And recorte. 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 It's horrible. Recorte. Cross block corner. Fuck. Okay, just for fucking cross it in the first uh, you, time. You know, you know what's funny too. The only cross, the only time I actually ever saw Charlie Rodriguez on the ball was the worst cross I've seen in the entire World Cup, and I've seen every match. <laughs> and they almost countered. She was they almost bad, countered bro. Us, bro. She was bad, bro. Like, was... I, I, I don't, I don't. Uh, I mean, I think it's a lot easier just to name the players that were good because there wasn't that many. Like, what players do you guys think 
deserve to even be considered like after this World Cup. For me, that's really Cesar Montes. Like, Cesar, Cesar Montes. I think yeah. Chavez. I, I, yeah, I mean Chavez was honestly he's very promising. Yeah, he's twenty six, but what Chavez brings to the t- I think Chavez gets. I think he has like if he goes to Europe now, I think he has like seven years, eight years yeah. in, in Europe no, if he yeah, stays. Yeah. No, like, like, we need to talk more about Cesar. That's not that old. That, that, that's a, that's good. Yeah, that's, 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 like that's, a, that's prime time. That's prime time, bro. We need to talk about Cesar Montes though. Like, imagine you're in a line of just veterans like Hector Moreno. At, like, you know, who's appeared for Mexico already in three different World Cups. Like, I don't want to say Nestor Araujo because he oh, just right. his first World Cup. It was a disaster of a World Cup. But, uh, you know, you, you like to really stand out in front of all those center backs and you to be the youngest one and be like the one that's had the that had the best World Cup. Like, he, that's a round of applause for him. Like, yeah, yeah he, he's been he's he was great. Bro, Cesar Montes had more goal contributions than Chucky Lozano and Raul Jimenez in this tournament. He literally had a for Henry Martin. Did like, you honestly, that that this whole team, I'm not even joking you, this whole team, I hope never gets called up ever again besides, like, like, like you guys said, Montes, Kevin Alvarez, um, Johan Vasquez, like, Arteaga. Can we talk about Jorge Sanchez for a second, though? I feel yeah, like... He was, he was bad. I feel like Jorge Sanchez, since moving to Ajax, has been playing with the... I feel like he's been playing scared. I don't know. He doesn't. It doesn't feel like the he's same. always been like that for America. He, he's always played like that for America. I mean, yeah, he maybe because I don't watch America, but the way Sanchez was playing, I feel like he's always second guessing what he does. I don't know. He always he's like he, he, he reminds me of like he'll just he'll out muscle a, a winger, yeah. but he's not technical on the ball for shit. Like you can't connect two three passes in a row with him. It's just impossible. Yeah, it's it's kind of impossible with him. Honestly, I feel I feel bad because I mean. I wish him. The, I wish him the best at Ajax. I feel like, I still think he has. Um, I feel like with Ajax, hopefully they can improve that. I mean, also with Edson Alvarez going to Ajax when he first went there, he wasn't like all that beast when it comes to like the, like touching the ball and all that. He was a center back. So moving up to CDM, having having to learn how to control the ball, pass the ball, you know, stuff like that. I feel like hopefully at Ajax he kind of improves that. But I mean, I don't know. Kevin Alvarez for me was a. The, I feel like our best right back, and I feel like he should have played yeah. as a starter this game. All right, guys. Uh, switching up the topic a little bit, looking to the future, do you guys realistically think that FMF will really make a change, or is or are we going to see another four years of the same thing? No, it's, it's going to be the same thing. Yonda Luisa is still going to stay in charge, so nothing's going to change, bro. Whether we qualify or not, qualify to the round of 16 or not, it's still going to be the same thing. There's nothing that's going to change. The corruption is going to be the same. The only thing that's going to change is the coach. It's going to be the same process all over again. Hopefully, the old players leave on their own. Ochoa, Guardado, Achiache, they leave on their own because they, they still would probably get called up by the new coach. <laughs> probably would. We, need the, we need the young players to come in. We need Santi, Lainez, Emilio Lara. Lara. We need all the young Lina players to start getting called up, bro. Gold Cup needs to be all the young players because the old players are done. Right, they won't make it to 2026. And if they do, I'm going to be pissed off. All I'm going to say is soccer football whatever you want to call it is a game of coincidences bro it's a game of like this might be our redemption arc because what happened to croatia in 2014 got knocked out of the group stages right and now we got knocked out of the group stages i'm not I, i haven't been the most hopeful guy all morning but i don't know man if fmf can do some little restructuring send some players out there get a really nice generation going because this generation can shape up to be way better than this one. This is a total flop. And 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 also going going to that, a lot of dual nats, especially the young guys right now, 
they all want to be in Europe, bro. All every or not just doing that. It's every young kid wants to be in Europe, bro. I feel like these these new young guys, 17, 18, 19, 20 year olds, are gonna want to leave to Europe. They they know that's the way. They know that's the way. Like especially if they go early. Hopefully the federation. I mean I I don't know the exact names, but I've seen a lot of Mexicans going to. I think there's one at Bayern Leverkusen. I think it's a keeper. Um, he, they're, they're training oh, in Ochoa. Europe. It's, it's another Ochoa. Ochoa, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's one at Newcastle or not. I don't know who exactly yeah, it is, is, but there's a lot of yeah, Mexicans. Fernando Delgado. There's a lot of Mexicans going to Europe, and hopefully the federation could push this and just yeah. sending them out. Just send them out, bunch load. Literally, just if we send a hundred, one could hit. That's it. I don't really think it depends on the federation though. There's a lot of things that go into it. The passport. Money from oh, yeah, the clubs, that, that Liga too, MX but... clubs, they want money. They, Bro, nothing's going to change because Liga MX clubs, they're greedy, bro. They want money. Yeah. They're not going to sell a player for like $1 million, bro. They ask for $5 million. They're not going to change anything, dude. They still want the same money to come in. Um, they're going to send they out players the, unless the free, it's like $10 bro. million, then, like Montes. I don't know. I they're don't never going to sell anyone, bro. If the free, they don't leave before 18, I feel like that's the new then they're never going to leave. They want to leave. They're never going to develop in Europe. You got to just wait till your contract expires, man. I feel like that's that's the way to go. But the way like I see said, it they're, is, they're not going to sell them for cheap. The way I see it is, like German said, absolutely nothing is going to change. So what needs to change, like, like the ownership and the corruption and Liga MX owners selling for cheap, that's never going to fucking happen. Um, so what needs to change then is the players themselves changing like mentality. Like, let me do whatever the fuck it takes to get the fuck out. Like Santi Munoz, like. He was doing really good at Santos and he's like, Oh, I want to go to Europe. So part of that corruption was they sent him down to the U20 team for wanting to go wanting to go to Europe. But he still, no matter what, did whatever it took to get to Europe. It didn't really work out, but he still did whatever it takes. We need more of that. Like more players, like you said, like signing. Yeah, I mean it's, it's, like if you said allow them to be free agents at 19, 20, yeah. 21, instead of being a free agent like at Cesar Monte at like 25, 26, and Nord Berlin at 25. Like that does, that's not gonna do anything for us, bro. Like we need players I mean, to go to Europe in like their 1920s, 21s. So by the time they're in their prime, when they're like 25, 26, they already have five years experience of European ball, not like you're barely going. Like, yeah, I'm happy for at least Travis. If he gets to move to Europe, great. But like I said, imagine if he had gone when he was 20, how much better he'd be right now and how much like more experience, like he would have been a baller. No, but but I'm I feel saying, like bro, he's still a baller now, but I, mean, I feel like I mean, Luis Chavez is exactly but like no, he imagine is, he had been crazy. developing in a way like better much, development. Much better, me, league. Better league. Yeah, yeah, it, you're it's, right. It's, it's, it's simple. It's simple. I mean, I think uh Daniel Aceves said it on uh Jovenes Futbolistas podcast, on Julio's podcast. Um that you know, like it's simple math, right? You send two Mexicans to Europe, both of them fail, what do you 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 you, you don't have nothing? Nothing. you said twenty if you send 20 Mexicans to Europe and half of them fail, you still got 10 good Mexicans bogged down in Europe somewhere. Like, it's, it's just simple, man. And, and you're not going to develop. Liga Mekis is not going to We have to be real. It's a fun league. I'm sure everybody in here loves their clubs. Diego and, and German love Pumas. Chris is like Chivas and, and I love Leon. But they're not going to develop. They're not good teams. Like, you put them out there. Leon, Leon doesn't come out there and fight even against MLS. Like, this, what, this, what, this what, is what, the thing, bro. This is, this is the thing that makes it, like, shitty twice. One is you don't let the young guys go to Europe. And then the second thing is when they're here in the Liga MX, you don't even they, fucking play them. Like, oh, and the like, third one is the league, the league sucks. The league sucks. Yeah, like, and then you don't it's even play good. them. Bro. Like, 
Like they'll, they'll go and buy a, a 35 year old um, Chilean from the Argentinian Argentine. league to start him over here, like over a promising 18 year old. Oh that's yeah, what they did. That's what they do every single year. Like it's like every year. I mean, also what they do wrong is recycle players. Sam Wessa, bro, that food passed. Bro. I think I think he's been he's been passed around more than girls. That food's been going <laughs> to every single team. He's been. I swear, he has more caps than every single team, bro. That right. was crazy. That was just bro, you know what's crazy? Him. Like, there's, there's so many examples of this. Like, I'm going to give you an example. There's a player. He plays for Mazatlan. He scored on his debut on the opening day of the season for Mazatlan, right? He never played again. <laughs> like, and, and they brought in Marco Fabian. They were trying to bring in Giovanni Dos Santos. I'm like, bro, why? Like, why? Like, you just had a player score on his debut, like a 19-year-old, and you bring in these guys. Like, same thing with Necaxa. Yeah. Eddie Jurado, like, pro- the most promising teenager we have like in the entire like league 17 years old has a beast season what do they do the next season like Nick that sucks like, what do you need to do the next season you need to like buy defenders no they buy wingers like players in his position they bought a fucking 32 year old Edgar Mendez who like was trash all season they brought him from Spain it's like why like you had Urado like it, it makes yeah. no fucking sense bro like I'm telling you like, it's gonna take the players themselves to just do whatever the fuck it takes to get the fuck out and Go to Europe because the League of X is like not going to fucking let it happen, bro. Like they need to go themselves. And I think personally, if Mexico wants to do something at the next World Cup and be like, make it make sure it's their best World Cup ever, they need to at least export like six players every single window up until the World Cup. That way we have like 35, 40 players. Because out of those 35, 40 that go to Europe, about 15 are going to fail. But if, if yes. they fail, fuck it, we still have another 25-20 out there in Europe Probably. in good leagues. Not like right now where this fucking team, which went to the World Cup, had nine. And we didn't even play them all. Like, I think we only had nine on this entire roster, bro. And, like, Gutierrez only played what? Eric Gutierrez only played one half. Orbelin only played one game. Edson Alvarez got benched. Arteaga didn't Arteaga. see a single minute. Like, Johan didn't really, either. Johan Vasquez didn't play a single fucking minute. So even, like, we only brought nine in half of them didn't even fucking play. So it was really a Liga MX squad plus Chucky Lozano. Chucky. And that's it, pretty much. Like, Chucky Lozano and Edson, maybe? Like, that. that's literally it. That was our fucking team. Liga MX and those guys. And, like, the next World Cup, bro, we need, like I said, export, export, export and fucking have a, a whole 26 or whatever the fuck, like, of pure Mexicans, like, in Europe. Like, that's what it has to be, bro. Like, it's going to have to be like that. Like, there's no way Mexico thinks they're going to do anything. They'll end up being one of the worst hosts like Qatar and South Africa at the next World Cup if their fucking team is something similar to this. Like, it's crazy. All right, well, here's another maybe a little hard-hitting question because it, be, it might be a tough pill for us to swallow. But, like, where do we stand in CONCACAF now? Like, we, it was hard for us to accept when we lost Nations League and Gold Cup maybe. But, bro, the USA is the only team that made it out of the group stages. The USA put out a team of full a full European squad yesterday against Iran, while we put out a full Liga MX team full of old bums that can't do shit. While they're exporting like the thirty players, MLS, we're exporting bro. like five. We need to copy exactly what the MLS is doing because they're doing everything right to advance, and we're doing everything wrong. We're going back. We should be <laughs> we should be on the level of Brazil by now. Okay, if I'm being honest, Mexico is a footballing con- country. The fact that we can't even make the fifth game yet is embarrassing. The USA are probably going to make the fifth game before us if we oh, don't change something. Because no, the Netherlands that, suck. I, I have the USA winning. Literally, I was about to say, like, if I can be completely honest, the USA might even be able to beat the Netherlands. Like, like 
it, it, it's looking to me like a very, like, evened out game, to be honest with you guys. Especially knockouts in the World Cup, like, anything can happen. And, like, you, you know, like, where do we sit there then when the U.S. <laughs> literally, since Mexico 86, which was the last time I think we hit quarterfinals, like, has made it. Where do we sit when the U.S. has made it to where we've been looking for, for since 1986 to make it twice before us? And one of those times, they beat us in 2002. And now this second time, they, they go and beat a team that eliminated us in 2014. Like, just look at the metrics and, like, how the table has turned and how much of an advantage Mexico and the FMF had over every other country in CONCACAF and even Canada, who despite going out in the same round as us, looked way better than us. Like, like, where do we really stand? Like, we finished second in qualifying, and that was our flex for the biggest, like, the longest time. But where do we stand now? We're obviously not first. We're not second. We're third, honestly. Bro, no, I, what, 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 Canada? No, bro. No, we're second. We're not, we're better than Canada. Canada are going to suck ass next World Cup. <laughs> they, they did get this. That's they true. didn't even do good if we're being honest. The people are just, they're just, no, they're just being too nice. Canada are being too nice, bro. They fucking shit the bed against Croatia, lost 4 1. They, they were terrible. I don't care what people say. Canada were overrated as fuck. They scored in the first <laughs> exactly. minute and then they played like the worst football I've ever seen. They couldn't fucking defend to save their life. Canada is overrated, but Mexico, yeah. the way they're running the, the whole thing, is fucking complete shit compared to Canada. That's what I am gonna say. But it doesn't change that Mexico is better than Canada, but we are behind the USA now. We are behind. I've said it before. I said it during the Gold Cup. We're behind and we need to catch up. Because we were way ahead, and the fact that they're this far ahead, making probably the only team in CONCACAF to make their round of 16 is embarrassing. Because this is the first time we get eliminated since 1978 in the group stage. Think about that. It's crazy. That means we're going far, <laughs> far behind. We're just falling behind, bro. All right, guys. I think that's it for the uh, main part. Well, actually, well, well, one, one last question. One last question. It could just be quick, and you have to go into deep analysis. What? Who, who, who's, who the fuck should we hire? Like, who's your number one guy? Like, just fucking say a name. All right, just, I have no idea. Just say it. I Who have no idea. If, if, we were to, if we were to say right now, I mean, I don't know, bro. Like, what, what, like if we're talking about youth, if we want to bring in youth, I feel like Jimmy don't Lozano, feel, bro. bro. Okay. I, I was going to say Jimmy Lozano. The reason being is because I feel like Jimmy Lozano, him being wrongfully also, I think, not called up one of the World Cups. Imagine, I think he's, he will imagine himself not calling up someone that's killing it. And he's be like, bro, but this guy's killing it. And like, I don't think he's gonna hold like grudges on people. I feel like Jimmy Lozano, or just like Mexican in general, I feel like would want the best for Mexico. And that's what was wrong. I feel like just any Mexican, honestly. I think Jimmy Lozano would be shit because he was terrible for Necaxa. I mean, you had when they <laughs> played Tigres, like bro, in the, pl in just, the playoffs, I like, dude. He, they had, they had the 11 players. Tigres have 10 players for like. 30 minutes. But you're talking about Jimmy Lozano parked the bus. He parked the bus against a team with 10 players. Think about that. He's not a... Bro, he's a decent coach, but he wouldn't take Mexico anywhere. Chris? If I were to hire I mean, someone right now, it'd probably I mean, be someone else. I'd take Almada. Almada. Out of anyone. I'd take Almada, Almada. From, from Pachuca. Yeah. Just one of the guys next title. I would take him over Jimmy Lozano or anyone. It's not going to be Piojo. He's never going to be Piojo I don't Piojo think Piojo's ever going to get called up again. Well, what like was the reason he got let go? Didn't he like hit someone or some shit? He slapped uh, Christian Martignoli. <laughs> His daughter too. They were beefing I, in the airport. I saw a video yesterday, and it looked like a news video. It was like a news. It was on TikTok, but it was like a. Uh, it was a recording of like, I think it was. I don't know if it was Tele It might have been a fool with Picante. It was somewhere, right? But there was like inside sources that supposedly one of the candidates, one of the top two candidates. Oh, I, I know who you're gonna say. Job, 
Where's Mauricio Pochettino? Pochettino. Nah, it's going to be the same thing like Tata, bro. Yeah. But and think, about, think, about it, think, think about it this way. Think about it this way. There's not a single other coach in Mexico, in Liga Max, even close to that's ever been close to the league, that has any type of pedigree like that. Where you've coached in the Premier League for that long, you took Spurs to the Champions League final, you were the manager of PSG, like, like, like the, like, PSG, bro. Like, like what, PSG, what other PSG, manager Messi you close to that type Yeah, of but like, but I feel th- like that's kind of like that, There is also the negative that he might just see Mexico as like, all right, I'm just here for a fucking check so I can move on to something better and I don't really give a fuck and I don't really pay attention. Like, he that could also happen too, which is bad. Okay. I'm just saying, but, but like, for me, but like, if, if he's up there, like, that's an option, bro. Like, like that's that was sure. like someone who you know knows fucking but the thing ball. Is, but the thing is, if you, if you think about it like this, if you bring in an outsider, right, they're going to have to do everything again. Like we're gonna have to start like from scratch. Do their job, bro. That's their job. Yeah, Yeah, we have to start over anyways. We have to start over. I'm saying like, bro, uh, if you bring in a Mexican that watches the league already, he already knows who's the promising players, and we can start from right there. This you guys are Ali into my candidate, like for sure, because you guys like we talk about like foreign, like right, and and Diego's the only one that brought out Jimmy, but yeah, Jimmy is kind of iffy for me, Lozano, right? But think about it. There's been a coach that's Mexican. Has honestly done pretty well in Liga MX with his last two teams. I know who you're gonna say. I know who you're gonna say too. Ambriz, bro. Like, okay, listen, listen, listen to me. Like, France won the World Cup in 2018 with a coach that was from where? France. Germany won 2014 with a coach who was what? Every every country that's ever won the World Cup, their manager has been from there. Like, so why are we looking for managers from the outside? Like, yeah, like, yeah, I guess uh, FMF was so like in love with the fact that Martino coached Barcelona and Argentina and he had all this pedigree. But like, like Diego said, that those people don't know Liga Americans. They don't know Mexican football the way they should know it because they're not Mexican. And it's not, you know, it's not a xenophobic thing. It's not like, like I'd, I'd welcome it. If there was like a Pochettino out there or another Argentine manager who could really hammer in like La Volpe, right? Like Argentine, but he really hammered in what it really was like to be part of Mexican football. Cause he, he lived it. He, you know, like he knows it, he breathes it. But like Nacho Ambriz took Leon to two fi- oh one final. He took him to the twenty twenty beat Pumas, and then took just took Toluca to the to their first final. And I don't know how long. And yeah, they, they got beat absolutely destroyed, railed, derailed by um, Pachuca. But I mean, like, has there really been any other coach that's better? Well, one thing I think we can all agree on: the coach, bro, the next manager. Has to be someone like young and fiery, bro. I'm t- I'm fucking tired of these old ass fossils that have no passion that just sit there. They can't relate to the players, bro. They they can't relate. Like we need someone like fiery that like inspire. Like yeah. at the very least, inspires players to play their best. And like it's like a player's coach. Like the coach, like the, the players like him, bro. I've never once seen Edson Alvarez, Chucky Lozano, anybody say anything positive about Tata. Like no one or, ever came or even like. Only people that came out to defend him the, the only people is the people that shouldn't be there. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> Literally. Like, like only, only, only terrible players like and that don't even deserve to be there anymore. Like Hector Moreno will be like defending him. But bro, like you need a player that can connect with the whole team. That's the only thing, reason like why I like Piojo Herrera. Like I don't know if his tactics or his five three two really fucking worked. But bro, look at the look at the look at our twenty fourteen World Cup squad. That team was not very good. That team was probably worse than the one we took this time. To be honest, like it wasn't not very good. Like our best player. Was Oribe Peralta like twenty? Like in that, that moment, Chicharito was so out of form, bro. Like completely out of form. Our defense was old as shit. 
We had like Rafa Marquez and Massa Rodriguez, and like our defense was kind of mediocre. Like our whole team was pretty mediocre. But the reason we were within minutes of making it to the quarterfinals where we would have played Costa Rica probably made the semifinals is because I think Herrera like inspired the team, bro. Like he like united the team. Oh, they all yeah. like loved each other. He would celebrate with the players. He would go fucking ham, like hugging Memo and Paola Aguilar after we scored goals. Like we need someone passion, like that, bro. bro. Like, someone young with passion that like will bring the best out of you. Like play people that want to play for him. Not like this fucking this clown that like he, d- he just didn't want to be there, bro. Did you guys hear his press conference today? Immediately after the game, he's like, oh, my contract ended when the final whistle blew. Like, oh, like, like not even, didn't even no, think about it. He didn't even bro. give a fuck to be like, he didn't even wait for like, bro, did you see how, 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 did you see how passion, did you see how, how, like, he was low key, like, happy, like, bro, that shit pissed me the fuck off the way he was, like, happy when we scored that second goal. I'm like, I'm like, bro. Yeah, where was this, where was this happiness? When we're like, when we're, it just pissed me the fuck off that he was fucking showing. Uh, it's pissed me off, honestly, bro. Yeah. Honestly, it just pissed me the fuck off. This is hot takes. The hotter the take, the hotter chili we gotta eat. Vamos. All right, guys. I know earlier we were talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly in terms of Mexico players, and I, we heard so many names. But I'm gonna give y'all someone who was good and po- probably flew under the radar. Jesus Gallardo. Ah, oh, fuck you, Phil. Mm. I'm going to say that. Bro, Jesus Gallardo, all three games. I want to hear it, bro. Against no Poland, goal. he was good. Against Argentina, I mean, like, we lost to zero, but he did what he could. He held his bro, own. He Jesus held his Gallardo own. wasn't good. Me, no, bro. He just, he wasn't bro, good. Gallardo you're was you're good. lying to yourself if you don't think bro. Jesus Gallardo was fucking good this bro, okay. World. okay, He was good, okay? He was good. Okay, he but w- I think Artiaga could have been better. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Him, like... The realistically, Gallardo didn't do anything crazy. Like, like he didn't do anything crazy, but he literally made no mistakes, bro. I no, swear, I not, I never saw a mistake from him. No, and then Ever. Exactly. he was Listen always there. Saying, Listen to what Hold you're on. saying. Jesus Gallardo is so bad that he did no mistakes, and that's not good. Making a mistake is being good. <laughs> no, he that's not. Right. Yes, because if you don't that's make a mistake, right. you're good. Think about it. Yeah, go, if you, you don't make a mistake, you're good. good. He's a fullback. Look at the look at the look at the fullbacks nowadays. Like listen, bro, listen to yourself attack. though. Listen to yourself though. Dang. If you don't make a mistake, that means you're good. You're good. No, di- listen to I, I Diego. Think Diego, Diego I nothing. think we're praising <laughs> we're praising him for doing the average no. job. Yeah, exactly. Hold we're on. praising okay, him for being average. What, okay, I'm not gonna say he did bad. He did his job. He but did his Diego, job. Could have been way that's better. Not we but should we'll never know. I, he I did wish not we would have I wanted to see Artiaga. I wanted minute. to see Artiaga this game, to be honest, because I feel like Artiaga. How you guys said uh, during the the podcast, he. I feel like offensively, Artiaga is better. Okay. Offensively, better. but but this is but this is but Diego Diego ran like completely the other way with my argument. My argument was never well like part of, like it was the basis of it, the foundation of it wasn't that he didn't make a mistake. Is that literally every ball I saw? Gallardo played, he went at it 110%, bro. Like, and that's what we ask from our players, don't we? Like, don't we ask, like, Antuna and Piojo, like, bro, you, you look like you're not even trying. Like, th- there's some players that, that they see the ball go out and they walk towards it. Like, I, like Gallardo, he knew that ball sometimes was going out and he still ran for it, bro. And I can't ask anything I, more I think that players. was for the whole selection, like, though. That, I feel that, like this, that fool was playing, like, for the badge, bro. Like, I, I feel like, But players. I feel like it was for the whole, the whole team. I feel like this... I feel like realistically, these last three games, 
I would if we would have like, honestly we played way better than we played in qualifiers and the games before that, bro. We played out of our mind compared to what we were coming and playing before. Honestly. Oh, we were playing horribly. Yeah, we were playing so bad. We were expected to not win a game, not score. I mean, bro, we scored against two, two goals against Saudi Arabia, and that's it. But like, bro, we played way better than what, what most people thought we were, to mm -hmm. be honest. And I also, I, obviously, before the game, I was, I was live, and I told people. What's your faith level right now? Everyone is like 10%, 2%, 5%. And right when we scored that second goal, everyone was like, yo, what the fuck is happening? We could fucking win. But then we just shit the bed, but it's okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, who's next with a hot take? I'll go. Chucky Lozano was the most wasteful and overrated player from Mexico this World Cup. The amount of chances he had, the amount of times he had the ball, the amount of times he could have scored assisted was way too many for what he did, which was nothing because Montes has more goal contributions in the World Cup than Chucky Lozano. If you're a player who plays for Napoli, you know, you're good and all. He, he did nothing, bro. Pulisic scored. He threw his... Bro, he freaking risked his balls. He's not going to have kids anymore because he threw himself to score. Chucky did nothing, bro. He did nothing that helped us the whole game. He was wasteful with the ball. He tried taking the ball from Chavez. He actually did take the ball. Took a free kick that... Didn't even move the keeper. He was just wasteful the whole time. Overrated, bro. Overrated. I feel like I feel like yeah, Chucky, I, 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 out of out of like a out of a lack of idols in the national team, Chuki kind of adopted that role of being the savior, of being the guy that was gonna you know take us to the next level. And I feel like it was just given to the wrong person, like. I have a soft spot for Chucky. He, he brought us that really good memory in 2018 against Germany. But it, at what point are we going to be able to say, hey, like, you're not producing what we need you to produce, like German said. Like, how are you going to be Mexico's most prolific player? You're coming out on all the graphics. You're coming out on, on, on all billboards. You know, you, you're, you're, you're carrying the weight of a nation's shoulders on your shoulders, of the weight of a nation on your shoulders. And you, you don't do anything like it, it's it's rough. My hot take I don't know I don't know I don't know if it's like a, a bit I don't I don't know but just you guys tell me. You guys are over here saying Johan Vasquez should have played and stuff, but I think Hector Moreno. Like, oh my god! Don't go there, bro. Don't finish I, that I, sentence, Diego. I, honestly, I think I think he's better. I I like I think he was better. Like you just made like history, form bro. Form wise, form wise, form wise. It's the first. It's the first walkout on Bola, bro. Like, Bro, you know, you're telling me Moreno quick, played bad? Real quick, real quick. Let, let me tell you something real quick. Okay. Dude. Hector Moreno has oh. caused two penalties. Okay, that last, first penalty wasn't a penalty. I knew you were going to say that. That pe if you could, okay, today, I, I the, want the, the clip to play right now. I want the clip to play right now. I want the clip to play right now of Johan or Hector Moreno fouling, I think, Lewandowski. Bro, that wasn't a penalty. If, if, you guys, though, if, you're gonna, if you're gonna go based off that this World Cup, bro, it was not a penalty, bro. So well, like, he took him down. No, he took dude, him down because he wasn't each fast other enough. Down. Lewandowski was pushing, Ekmanen was pushing, and they both fell. Bro, it was, you realize you realize the basis of your argument is on a what if? Like that's the biggest straw man. No, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, it, I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm saying he was he's better than Johan Vasquez for this oh, World Cup. No, dude, no. dude. Johan Vasquez doesn't play. He didn't play. That's for his the problem club, with bro. Mexico, bro. We're taking 34 year olds with experience over 23 year old players who can get the bro. experience and be, the and be is, ready. The thing is, Johan Vasquez. What's, what's wrong is that Johan Vasquez never really played much for the national team. 
So that's that's the that's the wrong part. That's, that's, the, us, that's the worst part. That's the problem too. Hector Moreno shouldn't even be there. It's Tata's fault for is, fucking calling up old players. You literally, if he called them, what made it worse? But what made it worse is that Johan Vasquez wasn't playing in club, so we we you couldn't guys, see what he was made of. But you said it yourself. Well, he was playing in club and he still didn't play. You said, so it it's still Tata's the, fault. you said it yourself at the beginning of this podcast, bro. Look at Balde. Like no caps, nothing at all comes. But in. But the thing is, he's starting at Barca, bro. There's a difference. There's a difference. Yeah, but he's the starting, difference is Johan. Like, it's bench. But for you can't. You don't have that's that's a, and I love me. Johan. He came from Pumas. I fucking wish him. I, I want him to be the fucking best player in the fucking world. He's already going. Rumors going back to fucking Chivas. No, he's not. No way he's going to Europe. I'm just saying. I mean, to to Liga MX. All right, Chris. Let me see, you, bro. My the hot take. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even know if it's a hot take, bro. To be honest with you, but my hot take is. It's gonna get worse before it gets better. Oh, like I, I, I think if Mexico does this, this transition, like the generation, generational transition, oh, we're, we're gonna probably gonna have a very young team for the Nations League and Gold Cup. We're not gonna win either of those because the team's very young, and hopefully, I, I mean, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to word this. I guess my hot take is it's gonna get worse before it gets better. That, that's I, not you know, that's, that's a, yeah. Like, because we least don't really year. know what the future holds. Wait, we don't know what the at least future for holds. And we're... I mean, look, look, look at the USMNT, right? They had to they had to lose the Gold Cup out to Mexico in 2019 and get bullied by a, a year after just to be able to really grow into what they are right now. It was a really solid team. So yeah. I agree 100%. You, you, USA next year, next World Cup, or I feel like in two years is... I feel like their players are gonna be just way at way more advanced, bro. Well, I think I think I think twenty twenty six, yeah, maybe Mexico's World Cup, but no, I feel like it's USA's World Cup, bro. They're already more talented, bro. Yunus yeah. Musa, a beast. Gio Reyna doesn't play, beast. but he should be playing. Gio Reyna is it's it's Pulisic throwing his balls on the line. Anthony <laughs> Robinson plays for Fulham, bro. Look at the old player they had playing. He plays in Europe for Fulham, Tim and Reem. he starts in the prem. And then you have Hector Moreno who plays in for Monterrey, and he's shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be honest, if, if we really <laughs> want to, in Ochoa, in Guardado, and I mean, okay, here's another take that's not very hot at all. It's just facts. Raúl Jiménez is the worst striker oh. from Mexico that's ever been to a World Cup that has multiple World Cups. He has three, bro. Like I agree. Three World Cups, that's and you have right. to score a single goal. You didn't get a single Think assist. About- in three World Think Cups, about, bro. Like, uh, uh, other forwards, like, at least have goals. Like, Chicharito went to three, I think, and he has four goals. He has three. Like, three, four, something even like that. Like, even Giovanni has and scored, Vela has scored, like, and Matador. Like, out of all these great strikers of, like, their era, every single one of them at least scored in a World Cup. Really, he managed, he went to three. You scored in none. This is, what, this is what's crazy about that, too, right? Is all those strikers you just named all have time in Europe, like, all prolific in Europe at some point. And then there's one striker that, like, you left out that literally has not touched a foot in Europe and has scored more goals. And that's Oribe, like, Oribe Peralta has scored more goals than Raul Jimenez. And yeah. Oribe Peralta Oribe was, like, was crazy, lifer, bro. bro. It's crazy. All right, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Make sure to download on Spotify and Apple Podcast, and we'll catch y'all later. Tata out. Appreciate it, boys. Damn.
We'll see you next week with more Football Asada. Make sure you guys subscribe and follow us at Cabra FC and CabraSportsHQ.com.